0: You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladi Polanco. Mm, mm, whoa. Yeah, boy. The Baby X Drake Type Beat Good and Evil. beat 2019. Produced by, you heard it, Pilgrim. Produced by Pilgrim. Produced by Pilgrim. Yeah, this beat is so grim. So that bitch just fucking grin. Please just give me a smile I know I've done a lot of things that are not good But please just understand I know you understood I'm just tryna go back to the hood Yeah Go back to the hood cause I never left So that bitch just take a left Cause she know that I'm always right Yeah uh, yes Yeah it's on site Yeah it's on site see you Ah, uh, doing not we about to fight i don't know how to fight but i will still give it a shot because um i mean i've never fought before but i wonder if i would be good at it you know what i mean like i will be a good fighter i mean who knows i think i'm pretty strong i have a low center uh, a low center of gravity which helps me not fall when people are fighting you know what i mean that's the benefits of being short yeah that's a benefit of being short hey that's the benefit of being short, yeah. Mm. There's a lot of good things about being short. For one, never mind, let's go to another bar. Yeah, let's go to another bar. Yeah, you know, these bars are hard, like, like those fucking jawbreakers. Yeah, my, yeah, 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 my bars are like jawbreakers. Yeah, I don't really care what you say, yeah i don't really care what you do yeah you know that i am the best yeah and there's nothing that you can do all right that was actually a pretty good freestyle i'm getting way better at this guys hello everybody and welcome back to empty opinions with eladio blanco start that again hello everybody and welcome back to empty opinions with eladio blanco my name is Aladia Polanco, and this is the podcast where I talk about anything and everything in the world of pop culture and just my life in general. This podcast is really just a place where I can rant and give my opinions on things that I probably shouldn't be giving my opinions on. That's the tagline of the show. I think in the future I'll have to change it because... I don't know. I just, I just feel like I'll have to change it for some reason, but, uh, yeah, that's what this show is. And like I said, my name is empty. <laughs> my name is empty opinions. Hello everybody. Welcome back to empty opinions with empty opinions. My name is empty opinions. <laughs> that's funny. Um, no, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's what this podcast is about. Pretty much is me, um, ranting and doing whatever. Um, the thing about this podcast though, that I've been thinking, so it's been a while since this being a solo episode it's been mostly uh, guests for the fa- for the past four episodes, which I'm not complaining about. I think that's actually pretty cool. But the problem is that I missed just talking and ranting and just airing out my own personal grievances just on an alone basis. You know what I mean? Um, this podcast wasn't really meant to have guests. Like I, I bought a second microphone because. I wanted to have other people on, but I think it's mostly... I mean, it's called Empty Opinions with Hilary Polanco. It's, m- it's meant to be just my empty opinions, but, you know, I love having guests, so I can't deny them, but what I'm going to do since I release two episodes a week is that I'm going to have one episode be with guests, and the other one is going to be strictly just me every time, just talking about whatever it is that I want to talk about. There's going to be one of these episodes. Uh, the way that I want to start this episode it's by talking about something that happened to me yesterday while I was at work, um, selling tickets at box office. So here's what happens, right? <clears throat> I'm sorry. So this Asian girl comes in, right? And she does not come alone. She comes with a date. She has this light skinned black guy with her, who I've seen before somewhere, I don't remember where. Maybe like at a Bobby's Burger Palace, who knows? But I see them walking in, right, and they're coming, and then I help them with their tickets, selling them the tickets. And she out of nowhere just says, hey, you know what you remind me of? And I'm like, oh, God, let's let's see where this goes. You remind me of J. Cole. And I heard that, and I was like, I said, thank you very much because I'm a great customer service uh employee. But in my head, it was like, this bitch is racist. And the reason I say that is because if you're looking at the video, you would know. But even if you just know me in general, you would know I look nothing like J. Cole. Absolutely nothing like J. Cole. Except for the afro or the curly fro, as some people would call it. Which I'm also going to talk about in a second. There's a whole other thing with that that just happened right before recording. But yeah, so she says that to me. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, come on, this is just racist, because I look absolutely nothing like J. Cole, but I let it slide, or, yeah, I let it slide, because I'm not going to say, hey, you're racist to a customer, that's how I get fired, but she says that, and the guy next to her is kind of like, I I didn't see any reaction when he said that, when she said that, but, you know, he's kind of like, okay, I hope he would know that I look absolutely nothing like J. Cole, um, but yeah, so she says that, and then I'm taking the compliment. I'll say, hey, yeah, thank you. That's that's a compliment. He's a great person. That's a great person to be compared to. And then she goes and says this. She says, she, like, turns to her date, and it's kind of like, right? Because J. Cole is like, right? And she stops. And they both are about to finish the sentence, but she does it first. And what she ends the sentence with, she says, yeah, because, like, J. Cole, he's handsome. And the guy just like, kind of, like... I can... We both, like... As guys, we both, like, we're on the same wavelength. Where he was like... Did you just call this guy handsome with your date? Right? Like, isn't that weird? You don't think that's weird? Like, why would somebody... Why? Imagine, like, if I'm in a date with a girl and the girl is like telling the guy who's helping us that he's handsome. You know what I mean? That's like, okay. Well, I can see where this is going, which is nowhere. And I think he saw that too. And then he was kind of like, "Well, I was just gonna say that he's a good person," but and then I, I jokingly I told him, "Yeah, because he he's not gonna say that I'm handsome." You know what I mean? And then we both kind of chuckled. They walked away, but it was like. Yeah, that's weird thing. That's a You should probably shouldn't say that when you're on a date. Don't call another guy handsome. And is that even about a jealous thing? It seemed like it was kind of like a, a date, like a first date. So they weren't like going out or anything because that's different. Then you don't have to be jealous because she's with you. She can call somebody else handsome, but she's with you. But when it was just a first date... I don't know if you should call somebody else handsome in front of your date. That's kind of, like, discouraging. And honestly, to me, that just says she's not that interested. So that was just something weird that happened. Um, and to answer the question, do I look like J. Cole? Absolutely not. If you think that, that's racist. I'm joking. But there is a bigger conversation there about, like, people who, who's actually being racist when they compare you to another person of color versus you actually looking like them. Because you've heard of people calling, like, black people apes. And I'm not even going to get into this. I'm, I'm, I'm This can be a topic for another day when I have a, a black person next to me. So that way I don't come off as insensitive. But anyways, I'll move on. What's next? And, uh... Oh, yeah. I said I was going to get into this Afro thing, right? So today, this morning, I wake up, right? And I'm thinking about the fact that my whole family hates my haircut. They do not like this curly fro. And I'm just thinking... Oh, uh, see, I told you guys every five minutes, someone's dying around here or committing a crime. That's just the kind of neighborhood this is. But anyways, so my family, my whole family hates this haircut. They do not like the the a lot of hair. They see it as just unkempt. Right. And I'm thinking, like, I bet you this has to do with them, with their prejudice of being black. Because my family doesn't really identify as being black. That's the whole thing about Afro Latinos and anything, right? Like, or just Hispanics in general. Some of them do not claim they're black, even though, of course, a lot of them, at least in the Caribbean. How do you, you say that? Caribbean or Caribbean? I don't know. The pirates of the Caribbean messed me up. But, um, yeah, a lot of people from the Caribbean don't claim that they're black, even though most of the slaves from the transatlantic slave trade went directly to those, that place, so. They for sure have black in them, but a lot of them don't don't uh don't don't claim that they're black, and I think that's I think that's the case with my family. And I think that's why they don't like the haircut, um. And that makes kind of that makes some sense, right? Like we know uh, Hispanics don't. Was my dad just knocking on the door? I hope, <laughs> I hope not, because I told them I'm recording. But anyways, so I told them um that what do i tell them i'm sorry uh, i'm lost because of this weird knocking oh yeah so I, uh, i'm thinking like this kind of makes sense right that will make sense what they don't like the the curly fro because it's very afrocentric and they probably don't associate with that there might be low-key prejudice who knows but i go to tell my sister that and she's just like what that's so dumb you're slow what are you talking about that doesn't even make sense and that just made me so, so mad that she would just dismiss me saying that. Just say, you're slow. That's what made me mad. Say you're slow for pointing out something that is actually quite logical in what I think. And that just made me mad. And then I, I started, th- and I get mad. I'm just starting to think like, man, my sister's so stupid. She's so dumb. But then I got to think about the fact that She hasn't had the classes in college that I've had where they talked about this stuff, this very real stuff. And and just in general, she doesn't really care about this kind of stuff. So I don't think she wants to. I don't think my sister wants to think. And I don't think that's a bad thing. (laughs) It sounds bad. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think she just doesn't want to think about that sort of stuff. She just wants to uh, be blissful because, you know, ignorance is bliss. So I don't blame her for not wanting to think. But it just made me mad that she kind of just dismissed This point that I made that I thought it was quite, you know, profound or not profound, but interesting. And I go to tell her about it. And of course, she's like, that's so stupid. And then it's like, okay, well, fuck me, I guess. I guess uh, I'm I'm slow. (sighs) That's just something that just happened this morning. So I had to get, um, (laughs) I had to get that off my chest somehow, but okay. But moving on from that, um, for this episode, I wanted to talk about again, um, this episode is going to be quite long, I think, and it, cause there's a lot of things that I want to talk about. Um, and the way I'll start the episode, well, I already started it, but the way the, one of the first segments that I like to do is something I did in a past episode. I think the past solo episode, if I'm correct, where I just talk about my favorite or not my favorites, but recent movies, TV shows and music that I've been listening to recently. Um, so I'll start with it. Chapter two that's you know the chapter two to it if you saw it from 2017 it's the clown the shape-shifting clown that's terrorizing the town of dairy dairy uh Maine. um and in this new movie it chapter two they're all grown up 27 year 27 years later those same kids that were traumatized by it um have grown up and now they have to go back and stop them for real this time and I really like the movie. I really enjoyed it. I'll be honest. I think I enjoyed it as much as the first one. But the only thing is that this movie is not as well made as the first one whatsoever. I think it's um, it's not as well made. There's a lot of bizarre choices. There's a lot of like weird things that they do in the movie. I don't want to spoil it, but there's a couple, a couple of, like just technical things that if you're a film fan, you'll notice and be like, okay. Yeah, it's not as good. It's definitely objectively not as good, not as well made as the first one. And part of that reason was because they had a lot of stuff to do in this one. They included a lot of stuff into this movie uh, that made it feel like really, really epic, like truly epic. But then the other problem with that is the movie just felt so epic that it felt like this was a movie that was supposed to come out, that this is the second part to a movie that came out 20 years ago and that this is like a big co- big co- it felt like <laughs> honestly it felt as grand as endgame but just like emotionally they tried to like pull at like, your heartstrings in a way that i'm like wow why are you going for like it really felt like an epic like endgame was but the movie last one we came out two years ago You know what I mean? So, it felt weird to see it being treated as such an epic, like, conclusion. Um, but, you know, I still really enjoyed it. It was really funny. Um, it was, it was actually pretty scary. I think there was a lot of parts that were actually scary. I think a lot of people were saying it wasn't scary. I think it was. I think it might have been even scarier than the first one, if I'm honest. I think it was scarier than the first one, or at least on par. Um... And yeah, it was just interesting. I mean, there's um, there's there's other things I can talk about it, but I just want to keep this review brief. Just by saying that, you know, the movie is really good. Um, I, I thought well, I'm not gonna say the movie is really good, but I'll say I really really enjoyed it, as almost as much, or if not as much as the first one. Uh, there's a lot of flaws with it, um, technical flaws, but in general, I think people are going to like it, that's the other thing, the movie's three hours, it feels three hours, but it's never boring, there's always something happening, so you just kind of feel exhausted at the end, but not like mad that it was long, or bored, it's just a lot of stuff, way more stuff than a regular movie would have, and I think that's where most of the technical issues come in it's just so much stuff to fit in that there's not like a clear structure that makes it flow at least like the first one flowed so that's just a little thing that about that so that's my review of it chapter two i would definitely recommend it i think people will like it despite it being so long it's definitely crowd pleasing and funny and scary so it's a lot of things that people would probably like uh, and it's very messed up. The movie's really messed up. There's a there's like at least three things I can think of that are super messed up. It's kind of crazy. But yeah. Anyways. Moving on from movies. Now I'll move on to TV shows. I recently finished the the show on Netflix Glow. Um, if you don't know about Glow, it stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And it is a show based on a true story. It's based on a true story. I don't know how true it is now in its third season, but pretty much the show is about like a bunch of like actresses that can't find work, and they see that this league of wrestling started. They realize they see all the comparisons between between like acting and wrestling, and it's kind of just you know the story is pretty good, right? Like they have it has a pretty good plot, but it's mostly about the characters and the ensemble of these gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And in season 3 that's never uh it's never been more more clear than in this new season season 3 and man this show's so good man it's it's like it had a lot of things it's not as well again very similar to it it's not as well made as the past two seasons of glow but it is just as enjoyable if not more this might be my favorite season if I'm honest like just thinking about all the storylines with the characters and how engrossed I was, but like the second half, it really was incredible how like much I cared for these characters and everything they were going through. Um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of technical issues, like there's storylines that get dropped and things that start out of nowhere and are done and things that aren't fleshed out. But for the most part, like just seeing these characters interact was just awesome. And that's the best thing I can say about this show. Like, seeing these characters... Like, these are fully realized characters and fully realized... Um, uh, like, their their chemistry is amazing. Like, this show is really a masterclass in characters and in, uh, in ensemble. Like, the way they all interact with each other and just their individual, like, character development. It's really amazing. And it's only half hour... It's ten half-hour episodes. So it's about five hours total, but... It definitely takes you on a ride, man. There's a lot of stuff that happens with the characters that, um, that makes them evolve. Some of them, like I said, they introduce certain things for certain characters that like are there for like an episode and they're they're gone forever, um, which is not good, you know, technically speaking. But in terms of my enjoyment, kind of similar to it, Chapter Two, I really, really enjoyed it. So I would also recommend that on Netflix. You can we can watch that. Uh, on Netflix now and that's a TV show that I watch and now I'll move on to move to music. Um, I'm gonna do two album reviews and then one track review that's gonna lead to a larger discussion and I can't wait for that because that's just incredibly that's just crazy. but the first album I'll talk about that just came out this past weekend um, was post Malone's uh, Hollywood's bleeding It's his new album, his third album. Uh, in his third album, yeah, the first one, what was his first album's name? Um, I do not remember. Uh, it was like his nickname, but I know the second one is called Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Now this one's called Hollywood's Bleeding, and I really, really like this album. And the reason I like this album is because even though it's seventeen tracks, it's like fifty-one minutes long, so it's pretty short in length. And the way in this album flows amazingly, like from song to song, like it really flows perfectly. Um, the other thing though, is that a lot of people are complaining that it flows so well because it's so homogenous, meaning like you can't even differentiate the songs. And I kind of agree with that, but I also disagree because even though the songs are kind of similar, it's a pretty good, every song is really, really good and catchy. So if they're all this good and catchy, I don't see no problem with it. Um, but yeah, this album flows incredibly well. Like the album was done and I'm like, that was 17 songs. Like I just went through it. Like it's nothing. And I really liked, I went, there's not a song I skipped. There's not a song I didn't like. There were some songs I just liked. Those are the songs I love. Like, the first song, like, title track, Hollywood's Bleeding, amazing intro. Great intro. Um, enemies with the Baby. Um, I like the baby's verse. Um, I like the song, but I really like the baby's verse. The song with um, uh, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little crazy today. <laughs> Hollywood. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me cue up. Let me use my soundtrack. I haven't used that at all this time, this episode. I know it's very funny that I said Hollywood. I meant Future. Future and Halsey, their track is pretty good. Halsey snapped on her verse. That shit was crazy. Um, I like the song with, uh, I mean the highlight of this album from all the reactions I'm seeing, it's really the song with Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott and Post Malone, obviously. That was a great song. I didn't personally, it didn't hit me as much as it would hit like a rock fan or an Ozzy Osbourne fan. I haven't really listened to his music. I don't know much about him. Uh, But yeah, he, I mean, that song, it it is a very good song. I can't deny that. But it didn't hit me as well, as much as it hit a lot of people. Like that's going to be the standout for a lot of people. But I know like the second to last song, I believe of that album was great. I'm gonna be it's okay. I don't like the chorus as well. Um, I'm trying to think what are the other songs that I liked. Uh, Meek Mill, Lil Baby, that song was good. I wish it was better. I don't know. It's not as memorable. Uh, it's not as memorable as I would like it to be. Actually, let me just look at the track list. Um, what song am I missing? Um, yeah, that's really it. Those are like my standouts. The one I, I can remember. So it's a good album. Every song is good. Some of them better than others, obviously. But, you know, I can see why some people might not like this album. It's very homogenous, like I said. It flows very well. It's almost like background music in a way. But it's great pop music. That's what I can come up with. Like, if this is the pop music that we get now, this is amazing. So I'm not even complaining about that. I'm not hating on pop music whatsoever. Uh, Because if it's pop like this, it's awesome. Uh, and that's how, that's a Hollywood's Bleeding, uh, Post Malone's new album. And the other album that I wanted to talk about is IDK's album, Is He Real? Um, which, you know, IDK, he's, he's, he's like an up and coming artist. He's not as popular as other artists. You know what I mean? Like certainly not as popular as Post Malone, but he's a good rapper. I've been following him for a while. I haven't really loved his albums up until this point. But I've liked a lot of his songs. Like he has a lot of one-offs that are great. He's a great rapper, I think, an underrated rapper, honestly. And he drops this album that a lot of people were anticipating, but they didn't really. I was seeing the reactions to it, and a lot of people didn't really like it. Um, and it is a conceptual album, so there is a theme, a message, a story that he's telling in this album. So I wanted to pay attention to the lyrics. <laughs> usually I don't really, which is a, and it's something I definitely need to fix. But usually I don't, um, you know, focus on things like that. But, yeah, so this album came out, Is He Real? And in case you were wondering, is he real? The he that he's talking about is God. So that's why the story, that's what the theme of this album is. Pretty much just... Um exploring the idea of God and if he's real or not. And just from the opening, I thought I was gonna love this album because it starts off with so, like a jazzy instrumental. This is little kid explaining what happens when you go to heaven. And then the last like five seconds, he's like, and then you wake up and realize God is not fucking real, and then it cuts. And I'm like, Whoa! Like that shit took me. That was like that that took me by surprise. It was like, Whoa, okay, I see where this is going. But Unfortunately, the album did not leave up, live up to that opening. Like, that's the thing about that I realized about um, IDK. Like, his ideas and his concepts for music are great. But sonically, I don't click with a lot of his music. There's only a few songs in his album that I actually liked. Um, for, Porno is great with Pusha T and JID. Like, I love the way it starts. His verse, the way IDK starts, his verse is crazy. Um, push it good. I is good. I didn't, wasn't blown away by it. Uh, JID is only for like 30 seconds. So it's not that big of a deal. And then honestly, if I'm looking at these songs, the only one that stood out was porno. The other ones are good songs, but I barely remember any of them anymore. The only one I can remember is porno in the opening. So yeah, I, I didn't really like it. It's good. It's a good album, but I didn't like it sonically. I love the concept, though, and I think if he continues down this path of making these kinds of concept albums, it's going to be great. In One Day in the Future, I'll tackle that whole is God real, who's God, is religion real thing in this podcast, but certainly not in this episode. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to do it Uh, in this episode. Um, is there anything? Um, I don't know. There's no sounds that I can play. I wanted to play some sound. Oh wait, yeah. Oh, okay, I got it. Um, IDK's album is titled "Is He Real." Aww. Yeah, it's very controversial. All right, that was that was kind of forced. It was kind of not good. Anyways, let's move on. Um, that's it for the albums in the music section. Now I'll talk about a song that it's just I cannot believe it exists. I really can't. It's kind of crazy, my opinion, that this song exists, and um, it's even going to be the title of this episode, and if you read the title, you would know what I'm talking about, or you might not. You're like, what does that mean? So, Triple X Sentacion, very controversial artist in person. A lot of people have a lot of opinions on him, but ignoring all of that, his album, question mark, has just... Or his team, or whoever is running his whole, you know, discography, put out a deluxe version for his album, the the question mark album that came out. I think that's the one that came out before he died. So they put out a deluxe version of this album, and uh, one of the songs on there, and I kind of want to play it, but I think it might get if I post this on YouTube, it might get like cut. But one of the songs, well, I just want to look at the album so you guys can see what I'm talking about, like what kind of stuff is in this extended version. There's 53 songs, but that's even misleading because it's not 53 songs. It's 53 sounds, really, because so we get, you know, the question, the question mark album as it was before. Uh, We also get some bonus songs like actual songs we get some instrumentals for the song, so that's fine. Um, and then we and we also get, like, voice memos that I was, like, at first is like, is this okay? And then I thought, no, yeah, that's actually cool because it's, prob- it's, it's basically the voice memos is basically just them talking about the songs and how to make them and just the process making these songs. And I think that's just interesting. So I'm not mad at that. Um, the only thing I'm mad at, the only thing that I'm mad at it's this one song that's 59 seconds long and it's called Ja on Drums. And the song is literally a phone recording. Like it's the quality of a phone recorder of a voice recorder of your iPhone of Ja Sen. I think that's his name. Triple X. Doing the drums. And that's it. And even worse. It's not good. It's not good playing drums. So, why is this just a thing released? Like, you can see how much they're struggling to milk Triple X's legacy. That they put out a song called Ja on Drums, where he's playing the drums in the most basic way possible. And this is on an album. This is a song. This is something they decided to release. And, like, everything else that I showed could also be construed as. Oh, they're just taking advantage of them, but there's at least some interesting stuff in there, some song that's worth listening to. But are you telling me that listening to Triple X, play the drums in a very okay manner for 59 seconds is good content, is worth putting on an album, on a commercial album that you are going to make people pay for? That's ridiculous. And I'm not even that big of a fan of Triple X, you know what I mean? But it's like They're just milking him at this point. I think there's somebody going on the steps, so I wonder what's gonna happen. But pretty much they're just, they're just milking his legacy in, in the most egregious way possible. And that's honestly what I don't like. That's the biggest thing that it did makes me mad when I saw that. And then when I listened to it, I'm not gonna play it. But when I listened to it, I was just like, Wow. They really thought this is something they could just put in his album, and just they thought they were gonna get away with it. Like, it's and it's just like a memeable like title, like "Ja on Drums." Like that's just a funny, <laughs> a funny sentence, a funny combination of words. You know what I mean? That's why I'm gonna title this episode that because it's ridiculous they would do this. <sighs> yeah, I cannot believe they're really desperate for, you know, milking him. Like, it's going to get to a point where they have zero, like, nothing. At least Michael Jackson State, like, they, they're they're pacing themselves. <laughs> like, they've been, like, putting it, like, every couple of years. This His team has, like, it's been, like, about a year or something. And they're just putting every single piece of content that has anything to do with Triple X out. Doesn't matter if it's trash. Doesn't matter if it's worth listening. Like, are you telling me that, I mean, Triple X is a weird dude. So, he might have put... John on drums out on his own but it, that's just ridiculous man i can't believe people would really think that was a good idea whoever did that you know it's just a bad person <laughs> it is it's just a bad person honestly someone just milking what is going on They're just like making noise on purpose i guess um yeah it's 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 ridiculous that John on drums song i really cannot believe this it's it's really crazy But, you know, that's the capitalist society that we live in, or at least whoever's Milkingham knows that some people are actually going to pay to listen to the song called Jaw on Drums, where Triple X plays the drums for 59 seconds. And what's even worse, like, I can't emphasize this enough. He's not doing a good job of playing the drums. It's not even a good drum playing. It's trash. It's not good. I I feel like I could learn that. And play it in a week. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's honestly appalling. But yeah, that's all what <laughs> I have to do with music, movies, and TV. Now, even more stuff. Like normally, I would end that episode at that, just talk about that stuff. But there's way more stuff that I want to get to. Well, not way more, but a lot more stuff uh, that I wanted to talk about and get my opinions on. So now I want to get into the world of pop culture a little bit. I've been calling this podcast a pop culture podcast. I haven't talked about pop culture in like four, in like two weeks. So four episodes. So, you know, might be a fraud, but you're still listening. though. maybe you're not. There's only like five people listening. But anyways, Nicki Minaj announced she's retiring. Yeah, very suddenly, just as suddenly as I just said that. um, She just tweeted it out. It's the most unceremoniously, the most unceremonious way for a rapper to retire it's crazy she literally just tweeted it in like in the middle of the night or whenever it was and that's that and apparently she's retired now and if you believe she's truly retired you know you might be a barb uh or you might just be stupid and they're both at the same thing like listen she's not retired she was probably just fed up with people making fun of her not being able to twerk in that hot girl summer video. <laughs> you probably saw that. Everybody's saying that her ass wasn't even moving. And she said, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm retiring. Um, Which was quickly followed by a lot of memes of people celebrating that she's retired. And okay. You know, a lot of people like to drag on Nicki Minaj. But I was like, I wasn't happy she retired. You know what I mean? And... But, in the, other, in the other hand, probably people are, like, fake celebrating because they knew she was going to come back. I don't see why she would retire. Like, she seems like she's still on her prime of making music. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure she still has a bunch of verses that she's done for a lot of people that are still out there that hasn't even come out yet. So, she's retiring now and then watch all these new verses from her pop up in the next couple of weeks. And they're like, oh, I thought you retired. She's like, no, I recorded them before I announced that. So it's just crazy. It's uh, I mean, you know, Nicki. Mina- a lot of people are are also like comparing Nicki Minaj's life to Joe Budden's like career, and I mean, I can see it now. They're both retiring, both controversial rappers. It's just it's just funny, you know what I mean. But yeah, if you think that she's truly retired, um, all I want you to think about is what are some rappers that have actually retired from rapping. Like even J C retired at a certain point and he came back with a great album afterwards. So yeah, that's something I just wanted to comment on because I knew, you know, it's a it was big news I guess, but it was just kinda crazy that people actually believed it. Um and the other pop culture topic that I want to talk about is that so there's been a lot of stuff that's been happening with Jay Z and the NFL, right? Um that I haven't really covered on this podcast. And I'm not about to do it now. There's a lot of stuff you can listen to other people talk about. But this one seemed like the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Uh, because up until this point, um, and if you th- if you don't know the story, pretty much Jay-Z um, is working now with the NFL, and people think that's not good because it, it doesn't contribute. They say that he's pretty much just um, n- ignoring what, Colin Kaepernick is trying to achieve, which I don't believe. I don't. I don't subscribe to that. But people can believe whatever. But yeah. So now Jay Z is working with the NFL, and they, he he's been doing a number of questionable things. But the most questionable thing is that now there was an article that came out that said they there's a the Jay Z and the NFL. It, this is just a headline. Hopefully, I probably this is probably you know taken out of context, and there's more to this, and I wouldn't be surprised, but just the idea, idea of this, I want to explore, and see how crazy this is, so the NFL, and Jay-Z, apparently are donating to a, to a, um, a, a non-profit organization in Chicago, that is helping, um, like, kids on the streets, like, rehabilitate, but also cutting their dreads, and that's the moment where I'm like, okay, Jay-Z, and that's enough. If this is true, Jay-Z, that's enough. You're doing that's you cannot explain this. Like even me who's been supportive of him has to see that this is not good. Because in in and the reason this is not good, a lot of people might think, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with cutting dreads?" It's the fact that I think dreads is more of a symbol than it is like an actual, at least when it comes to this story, it's more of a symbol of cutting someone's blackness because dreads is very synonymous with black people and their, you know, nappy head in quotation marks. Um um you know, and it's it it's a very black thing, like coarse hair. It's a very black thing. And and there's been this movement recently that's trying to show that that's not a bad thing because in media and just in general people perceive bad hair as a bad thing and and that's only because of how white people have good good hair and we perceive them as good so we associate good hair good people or uh, um uh what's it good hair good style bad hair bad style and that's not true like it, if you think about it like bad hair there's nothing wrong with bad hair it's just and it's not even bad hair just me calling it bad hair is bad coarse hair there's nothing bad about coarse hair and the fact that it is even considered bad hair is bad um but the fact that they're cutting these young black kids as dreads, it might not be a big deal to them, to them. They might not perceive it as a big deal, but it is a big deal because it gives this notion that if you want to succeed in the world, you cannot have dreads. And I saw a tweet recently from somebody who was pretty much saying, I, I got a, a doctorate with my dreads. I've taught children. I bought companies, all this and that with dreads. There's no reason why you can't have dreads and do whatever you want. And I agree, um, and you, I mean, but even though there's still some jobs that don't like that or don't accept that in their workplace, so that's the tricky thing. So maybe they are doing a good thing because they know the certain jobs are, um, um, not hiring them because of their dreads, but just in general, I think it's more of, so I think idealistically it's a bad thing. Maybe practically it's a good thing because these kids might get jobs, Because their jobs don't uh, allow them to have dreads. But idealistically, he's just sending the wrong message. And this is further, you know, digging Jay-Z into a bigger hole. He's going to have to make a whole album to explain all this NFL stuff. And, oh, he might do that. I think I just predicted the future, everybody. He's going to make an album explaining all his, uh, giving his reasoning as to why he's doing this. And that he might be right. That he might end up becoming like black Jesus. The new MLK. All right, that's how you know I've gone off the deep end. Okay, that's everything for pop culture that I wanted to talk about. Now the other thing, so that's pop culture. Now I just want to talk about random topics that just came to my head that I just need to get my opinions on out there. For one, let me look at my trusty notebook. Girls buying their man. Oh, wait, no, I think there's something before that. No, that's it. So, this is the only thing. This is how we're, I'm going to end this episode talking about this because this is crazy. Girls buying their man 2K20. So, this is like a recent thing that's been happening where like girls, the guys, This it start, I think it started as a real thing, but now it's become a meme, but pretty much a sentiment is that girls, you should, y'all should buy 2K20, NBA 2K20 for the guys because... That's how you treat them. And then it became a whole thing. And now girls are actually. And then 2K20 came out this past weekend. So girls are now actually buying their man 2K20. And from the moment I've seen. I saw this movement. I just kind of thought. This is weird. Like, why are guys. Why as a guy are you asking your girl to buy you something? Like, and there's. And then I talked to somebody about this recently. And they told me that it's more of just like a gift. Like, just buying a gift for your significant other. Which, I there's nothing wrong with that. But the biggest thing about that that bothers me is the fact that guys are asking their girls to do this. Like, it just seems weird that a guy would ask a girl to buy them something. Because if you're a guy, you can just get it yourself. Unless you're broke, which I assume a lot of these guys are and have no money. That they're asking their girl to buy them the game. You know what I mean? And I think it's just in general, I think it's supposed to be a meme of like, um, guys like, like flipping it where like girls usually ask the guys to buy them something. Now guys are asking the girls to buy them something. I think it's supposed to be a joke, but they're actually doing it. Like I've already seen plenty of stories of girls like gifting their man 2k 20. And I'm just like, it just feels weird. It feels like that's some weird, like I don't know, it just doesn't sit it doesn't sit right with me. Cause if you're like if you want to play two K twenty, fucking buy it. If you're a guy, you wanna play NBA two K twenty, buy it. It's that simple. You wanna play it, just buy it. I don't see why they should be asking the girls. And the girls actually are following through with it, which is even crazier. I tweeted on my Twitter, um E L A D I O underscore P R at E-L-A-D-I-O underscore P-R. If you follow me there, you'll see all my brilliant tweets. There, I recently tweeted, girls are buying their man 2K20 just to get cheated on a month from now. You hate to see it. And I, you know, I tweeted that because I wanted them to see that. I don't think this changes anything. I don't think a girl buying their man 2K20 will stop them from doing anything that might hurt them in the future. Because guys are, you know, bags. Guys are dicks. Guys are bad. <laughs> not all of them. But in general, you know, we do a lot of, you know, douchebag shit. So I just want to let you girls know if any girls are listening to this. Just because you buy your man 2K20 does not mean he's not going to cheat on you. It does not mean he's going to stay with you. It just means you made him happy for the first day. And then he's going to forget about it. Just letting you guys know. That's kind of a downer ending for this podcast. Like, I'm sorry that that's just how the world works. But yeah, that's how the world works. And that's how I'm going to end this episode. What a jam-packed episode. I fit a lot into this episode. You know, only about 43 minutes so far. That's pretty good. And now I end every episode, as you may know, with the segment I like to call The Ox where I play a song that I've been listening to recently. Uh, for this episode, I'm going to end the song with this song from Kyle and Tiana Taylor. This is a deluxe. This is a bonus song from the deluxe version of Kyle's album that I actually really like. Um, but the song is called F You, I Love You, like I said, featuring Tiana Taylor. Uh, so thank you guys for listening to this episode, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.
1: Write the most hurtful words I could find Laugh all day Fight all night But somehow when the sun rises I'm shocked we're both surviving But I still feel like fuck you Maybe you still feel like fuck me I know things can get so ugly But still how'd I get so lucky To have found someone so awesome I thank God I finally got one Watch the love we both have blossom. And if that one dies, I plant another seed and watch a new one rise. Cause baby, I hate you sometimes. If you hate me too, that's alright. Fuck you. I love you. Baby, don't apologize. Cause I done
2: said a thousand times. Fuck you. I love you. Why you always acting like that? with my shit, throwing a fit, so attractive. And after this conversation Without mediation Always mediating High expectations of me Need medication on me Need meditation to sleep But I can't tell you to stop it I kinda love it Don't care if I lose All of my deposit on you I spend a shit on you And all of the shit that you do So Fuck you And maybe fuck me Maybe things can get so
1: I cause I done said a thousand times Fuck you, I love you I really wish that I was with ya but I'm surrounded by 3,000 niggas And they all really wanna take pictures So I apologize if I don't find time to like yours I wish I could buy some more time from a store When you get on my case, I get od annoyed The darkest parts of my psyche get explored If you push one more button, it'll be mission or boy, Sometimes I feel like we just argue for sport It's always the playoffs, but nobody wins you're mad, baby, to say it, no need to pretend. Cause I know you so well, we might as well be twins. So we kiss and we argue and argue again. It gets like that way, in love as your best friend.
2: You yeah, take me to heaven for giving me hell. You know you can win in an argument. You take your shirt off whenever I get mad. You take your shirt off cause you know me well. If I had to choose one, you would be the one. Even when you got your clothes on. Cause eyes. baby, I hate you sometimes. You So dry, fuck you
1: I love you Baby, don't apologize Cause I done said